Hi, welcome back. Thank you, thank you for being here today. Too Lucid Living. I am your host, Andrew Larkin. I'm stoked to be here, guys. And I forgot to do this on the last episode. But again, I want to start every episode with some deep intentional breathing. Now, I'm going to have a whole episode on the breath and the power of it. And there's a specific way to breathe, to channel the parasympathetic, which is that rest and recover state that that calms us down. You got the sympathetic, which is the intense, fast breathing in the chest, right? That, that, uh, that keeps us anxious and going and going and going. And then there's the slow, deep recovery breaths for recovery, for grounding ourselves. And that's what we're going to do today. So we're going to start with deep inhales through the nose. And as we inhale through the nose, I want you to expand your belly, fill it up with air, and expand it, expand it, expand it. It's going to be uncomfortable because I know we want to have rock solid, thin abs and all that good stuff. But just maybe unbutton some belt buckles and let it let it flow. Love that. Love that big belly. And expand it like a water balloon on your inhale. Hold it at the top for a second. And then I want you to exhale through the mouth. And you're going to contract that belly and bring that belly back in towards your center. So we're going to do this three times, about four seconds on the inhale, hold it, and about six seconds, we're going to extend or exhale a little bit longer. Ah, take this moment for yourself. Come back to this present moment. This is for you, baby. All right. Three, two, one. Inhale through the nose. Two, three, four. Hold it. Exhale through the mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold Inhale through the nose, two, three, four, hold it. Exhale through the mouth, two, three, four, five, six. One more time. Inhale through the nose, three, four, hold it. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. All right, now you can come back to your body. We are here, we are present, and we are ready to rock and roll today. Let's get it on. All right, so for today's topic, we're going to talk about why lucid living. Now, I said we instead of I for a specific reason because I think it's very interesting as to where we get information from. And I had this from an, from an artistic standpoint, right? Where do people get their thoughts from? Where do people get their ideas from? Da Vinci, Picasso. Is it them or is it someone else? Is it some divine source that creates this original idea, man? And about two years ago, I read this book called Big Magic. And I think it was Elizabeth Gilbert who posed this question that had me really thinking. And the question goes something like this. Are your thoughts your own or are you just the thinker of your thoughts? I'm going to say that again. Are your thoughts your own or are you just the thinker of your thoughts? Now, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really get it at first. I didn't really understand. I had to sleep on it in a couple of days. And then I started to reflect on my life and start to think about my thoughts and where do my ideas come from? Sometimes they come out of nowhere. I'm like, where did that come from? Where did that idea come from? And then it just goes an hour later. I get, I'm like, where did it go? Where did it come from? I don't know. <laughs> and the more I thought about it, sometimes we get these ideas, these thoughts, these like quote unquote downloads, right? in very divine timing, like, 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 like someone's speaking to us, like the right information comes at the right time. And it's hard for me not to believe that it's not coming from a, 
that's not or it is i think it's coming from a higher source guys right i i and i genuinely i have this belief this this faith that i'm not alone here and that i'm being guided that i have spirit guides guardian angel god the universe spirit whatever you want to call it i've really i used to when i was like in high school i used to drive to the park and i used to look up at the stars and just have a deep heart-to-heart conversation for like 10 15 minutes with the sky and i felt like i was someone was listening you know so i just had this general belief that i'm not alone here which is why i say we and as an artist i think it's cool to think about where we get our information from because i think there is a divine element that happens there and it's really cool and i think for us all of us we can all reflect on you know english classes creative writing classes when it comes to finding a title the title is the glue it's it's it's, it's the identity the whole thing like the 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 juice of the vision it's where it all starts and in creative writing class or english class you know sometimes we had to write a fiction piece or a non-fiction piece and in that we had to come up with a title and sometimes that was really challenging and sometimes we came up with the title first and then the story came with it but other times we worked backwards and we started with the story and then we actually found the title within that and it's always a really cool process and I just thought that that question was really interesting and it's really exciting. And about a, almost a year ago, this idea, no, I'm going to say it was about six, eight months ago, lucid living came to me. Now I got to backtrack a little bit as to where this came from. It started really with this idea from Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm going to talk a little bit about this man because he was revolutionary for me. Just this idea of epigenetics and this idea of creating our reality. And he is this incredibly revolutionary dude who is bridging the gap between the metaphysical, the things that we can't explain, and science. And it's so cool the work that he's doing. And he uses quantum physics to explain certain things. And there's this idea that that once we start breaking old habits and we start forming new ones, we start our, our neurons that fire together, wire together. So when we create new neurons in our pathways through new thoughts, new new ideas, new, new, new habits, new patterns, new behaviors, then we can start to create a reality for ourselves. And it's interesting because sometimes we can create a really beautiful reality. And sometimes we can actually create a reality where we're just digging deeper and deeper into a hole. But I think it's important to take responsibility for our lives and to take agency into our lives to create our reality. And on the other side of the quantum field, right? The unknown is where there's this infinite potential of possibilities the unknown, where we can create, where we can create. And it's so, so very exciting. And I just, I love that idea that we are the creators of our reality. And I really believe that. And there's just, sometimes there's just too many synchronicities that it can't be a coincidence anymore. And I've experienced that. I've reflected that on my life. And as I started to practice these, these new habits, I started to build new neurons and they fire together, they wire together. And I started to create a new person. I started to show up as a different person and I started to create some really cool things in my life, right? The law of attraction, the secret. And it was really cool. So I really believe that we are the creators of our reality and we can take our power back with that belief. And it's pretty cool. So I had that belief. That was the foundation. And then one rainy afternoon, I find myself stumbling into Barnes and Noble and I'm at the bookshelf on the second floor. They got the nice escalators to get up there. Barnes and Noble is dope. <laughs> and I come across this book 
called A Field Guide to Lucid Dreaming. And I was always, I've always been curious about dreams. I feel like all of us are, right? They're just, it's a trip. Our dream, like, it's, it's amazing what we can create in our dream state through our minds alone. That just shows us straight up how powerful our minds are and our thoughts. That's another story. But I've just been so fascinated with the idea of dreaming. And I never learned or really dove into lucid dreaming. But I don't know why, what came to me. This could be one of those divine timings where it's just like getting that hit. Andrew, lucid dreaming. Check it out. Check it out, my dude. So I did. I bought the book. And I started reading. And I just got really excited. <laughs> I got really excited. I want to preface first. That this is like a guide to lucid dreaming. So there are tips and tricks to work muscles to become lucid in a dream. And I want to say I've never become lucid in a dream yet. I'm still practicing it. I could be more intentional with it. There's there's a process, man. There's there's certain ways where you wake up after six hours, you like take 20 minutes of awakeness and they fall back into your dream state and you go straight into that REM where you're going into your dreams and you've got to go in with enthusiasm. Sometimes you can, you can envision what you want to dream and then you can create that dream and it's, and it's a trip. And sometimes and you see the word, the movie inception, right? Like it's, it's so cool, man. I'm getting off track here anyways. So lucid dreaming. What is it? What is it? What is, what is, what is lucid dreaming for all of us out there? Lucid dreaming is essentially, you know, when you dream, no, what is dreaming? We're going to start with what is dreaming. <laughs> start with the basics. When we dream, we're very passive. It's like going into a movie theater, throwing back some popcorn, and just watching the screen. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's amazing. It's energetic. We laugh. We cry. It's cool. Sometimes we're horrified. But we're at the mercy of the actors, the creators, the directors, the producers, right? And we can't actually create. We're just passively observing. And it's really cool. It's great. But what if you can get on the other side of that and create the story, right? What if you can be the actor? And that's kind of what lucid lucid dreaming is, man. It's being in a dream and then having this shift, this conscious awareness that, oh my gosh, I'm in a dream. And then you wake up in the dream and then you can start creating your reality. And that's the parallel, guys, between life. I'll go into this deeper later, but life, we're creating our reality. But in lucid dreaming, we can, it's like a video game. We can start making towers and, 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 and flying and turning in and shape-shifting and, and we have superpowers. We can be anything that we want, anything. We can be anywhere that we want to be. We can time travel. We can do so many amazing creative things and it's such a trip. And, and if that doesn't excite you, gosh, it was exciting me so much. And I started learning about this and it's really cool because it starts off with the history of lucid dreaming and lucid dreaming has been a technique, like really a healing modality in cultures for hundreds of thousands of years, different cultures all over the world. And some of them use it in ritual practices to ask for guidance, questions, where, again, where are dreams coming from? Is it, is it a divine source that's coming through us? Like what's happening in there? And they can tackle deeper questions. They could heal illnesses, diseases, and overcome fears, all these incredible things through becoming aware in our dreams. And it's cool because when we dream, we have vivid images of people in our lives, places in our lives, but it's not actually them, right? It's like this idea of just reality in general, what is real? And the movie Inception is super, super cool and super dope. And it talks about this super well. Check that movie out, Leo's <laughs> incredible, kids, kids dope. And um, so when you're in your dream, 
there are people in your dream and it's not actually them, it's your subconscious. So you can actually talk to these people in your dream, ask them questions and they can guide you. That's just your subconscious. You can ask deep questions about how you're feeling a certain way and really have like a heart to heart conversation with yourself. <laughs> it's kind of like insane and super cool. You can ask these questions, you can break down fears. You can, maybe there's this, this overwhelming fear of drowning or, or there's in your dreams, there's a wicked witch of the West or, you know, a cloud of a demon animal that's always in your dreams. And you can finally face that and overcome this fear. And then you wake up in the real world and it suddenly is like, whew. you can see some of them, again, some of the cultures, they could heal, heal illnesses and diseases. But one of the coolest things is that you can just have fun. You can just create and it's, it's just, you are genuinely the creator of your reality. So it was, so that's where the idea of lucid living comes from. It's it's, it's combining the idea of you are the creator of your reality, which I fully believe. And then you got the lucid dreaming aspect too. They're both doing it just in different, in different respects, in different fields. So what if we can bring the element of creating in our, in our, in our dreams, like lucid dreaming, but also bring that into our lives. So living lucid, lucid living is essentially us taking our, us becoming awake in our dreams. And the parallel comes with, I think for me, at least I speak from my experiences is that for most of my life, I felt like I was just observing my life that I was just at the mercy of my environment, at the mercy of rules and laws and school and sports and, you know, parents, right? Like we, 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 we form ourselves and sometimes we just follow along. And I remember being in school projects where I would just, someone would have an idea and I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, just do it. And I would just float along. I felt like I was floating along. I felt like I was just a zombie moving through this world. No real purpose, no real drive, no real mission. I felt like I was just in that movie theater watching life happen. Like I was just dreaming. And then that shift happened. I started asking myself why. I started to become really intentional with my life. I started to see who I was. And then I finally was able to see a vision for who I wanted to be, how I wanted to show up in this world. And I think once that shift happened, it was this, it's the same shift that happens in lucid dreaming, when you become lucid in a dream. And that's what I think is really beautiful. Because when that shift happens, now I'm in my dream and I know I'm in my dream, but I can start creating. I can start creating all these opportunities, attracting all the right people to me and living this lucid life. And what is reality? That's a deeper question that we can go into. The difference between dreams and reality, it's a trip, man. But I really think that there is a power in taking our agency back. And if you guys follow the law of attraction at all, the secret, like I really, really genuinely, truly believe that we can create our realities. And when you create your reality, when you're in this space of manifestation and all these crazy synchronicities are happening for you, you're doing that, man. It's happening. You are living lucidly. And I think a lot of us a lot of us might not be in that state where we feel that we are in control of our lives. And it's one of those, it's a trippy thing. Like, are we in control? Are we not in control? And it's this idea where you can never control everything. No, 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 never. Like all these things, you can't control how people respond, how people react. And if I do focus on 
what I can't control, then I'm just going to be blaming and I'm just going to feel less than, and it's just going to be really challenging because I think the world's out to get me because I am at the mercy of the world instead of focusing on what I can control, which is myself, how I respond to certain situations. And when I focus on what I can control, then life just becomes a playground, dude. No one can touch me. No one can hurt me. My mindset has shifted and people can do bad things. They can do terrible things, but in every terrible thing, there's always a lesson. There's always growth that happens from that. And when we take our agency back, shift our mindset, we can start creating our lives, taking control of our lives. And it's a really cool, beautiful thing. So this lucid living, the intention is really, I want us all to take our power back. I know what it feels like to be in a space where we're just, I hate, I always hate using the word victim, but it's the right word. I felt victimized. I felt lost, confused. Why me? Why is this happening to me? Why am I here? Why is this person saying this about me? So, so just, just, just clouded with so much going on. And all these small, tiny little things are affecting my energy, affecting my mood, affecting my confidence, affecting my aura, my energy. Not anymore, man. Throughout this podcast, we are going to shift our mindset to take our power back, to take responsibility so no one else can fuck with us. And other people are going to keep, we're going to talk about not taking things personally. And when we can take our agency back, take our power back, no one can touch us, no no one can hurt us. When we start living in alignment with ourselves, man, the only one that really hurts us is ourselves. Someone asked, someone challenged me with this as I left South Carolina and they said, don't let anyone dim your light. And I really sat with that. And the more I sat with that, I realized that no one can dim your light. The only person that can dim your light is yourself by you allowing them to dim your light. Everyone else is just going to, we're all so sucked into our own little worlds. I'm getting, I'm, I'm sidetracking myself here, but lucid living, lucid living. We are the creators of our reality. That was how I ended the last podcast. We are the creators of our reality. You are the creator of your reality. Set this as an affirmation. I am the creator of my reality. I am the creator of my reality. You might not feel it now, but over the weeks, the months, the years, if you follow along with me on this podcast, you will start believing that. Your thoughts will start shifting. Those neurons, they'll start changing and they'll fire together and they'll wire together. And then your actions will start being in alignment with that. When your actions are in alignment with that, you'll start believing that because you're seeing that. And then those And then your physical is going to start to shift to that vision that you had in the quantum field. And it's actually going to be there. And you created that. We're going to take our agency back. I keep saying that, but we are. And when we do, we're going to change the world. But it starts with ourselves. This is a self-love podcast, baby. We are here. We are here. We are now. This present moment right here, right now, it starts with step one. Kaizen, one step at a time. If we go 0.1% better than we were yesterday, months, one year, five years, 10 years, 50 years, we're going to be something that we could only dream of. So there we go. There you have it. Lucid living. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And then moving on, we're going to start diving into our ideas.
and I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited that you guys are here. And small ripples go a long way. So remember, you are the creator of your reality. I love you. But remember that the main thing is that you love you. One love.